This truly seems like the marriage season has started all over again past 2020. And so, you know, we have witnessed several weddings um, so far this year, and we wanted to share our thoughts on marriage and why it is so important and why staying pure within marriage is the utmost importance. We came out with one of the most popular episodes in our podcast uh, about a year ago, and it was called Our Struggle with Purity During Dating and Engagement. However, we didn't talk about marriage when it comes to purity. So that's what we're going to talk about right now. So hope you're listening, ready to take some notes, because we got some good stuff for you today. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And and we're we're the the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. Welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. Um, in case you didn't hear on the intro, my name is Leanna and this is... David. Yeah, so we're happy that you joined us. Um, we just wanted to talk about this topic because it, it was something that was brought up a lot because <laughs> we are into the thick of wedding season and we went to what two or three weddings in in the last two two or three months um and so we were really just inspired by some of the words that um some pastors um preached on at some of the weddings like before the couples were married and uh some of the people in our lives um, that we care and love the most um got married and so it was really awesome to see them you know going into the journey of marriage that they chose together and becoming one so um yeah so how many years have we been married, David? Almost two years coming up in June. Yeah, so, so I think that's so crazy how yes, long we've been married. I know. We've been it, married for so long. Well, no, it's not I'm that it's kidding. been like a long time, but it just feels <laughs> it's like been a very it short flew time. by really fast. Yeah, I did. Um, it, I know. feel like the first couple of months of marriage was really, not slow, but it was like, oh, it's only been three months, and then four months, and then now it's like almost two years, so, right. anyway, it's just been a crazy time, especially because, you know, we got married before COVID happened, and then into our first year of marriage, like, that's when COVID happened, so it's been a very strange, like, time in our life, but I guess I wouldn't have it, you know, any other way. Yeah. Me either. So, you know, and like we, you know, just kind of talking from our marriage, like we feel like the Bible is is super clear and super important on what it says about purity within the marriage and before marriage as well. And so, you know, um, we we definitely want to hammer this one home um, because it's 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 just super important. And not many people think about it. They think, oh, I'm going to stay pure before marriage. And that's all they say. But what about during marriage? And that is a whole nother level yeah I, um i think people just don't think about this because everyone in in the church is like you need to save yourself for you know before marriage and like stay pure before marriage if you're dating or engaged and then all of a sudden no one you know talks about oh when you get married like you need to keep maintaining the purity 
within your marriage with your spouse. And I know that sounds like kind of like opposite because when you're married, like you're, you know, intimate, you know, in that way physically, but it's talking about, you know, that you don't ever allow something else to be a part of your marriage that's impure or it will draw you closer or, I mean, away from each other yeah. and lead into a breakup, separation, or worse, divorce. Um, so, we just wanted to talk about it. Um, and yeah. it, it's not an easy thing to, like, bring up because we're going to, you know, cover quickly um, some topics that, you know, is considered, like, not within purity in your marriage. Um, so, we're just going to, you know, go over it and then we'll kind of share, like, how you can improve and um just fight for your marriage starting today so. yeah wow and so if you're newlyweds if you're engaged if you're single if you've been married for 50 years this episode <laughs> will relate to you and we're gonna try our best to relate it for everybody yeah at, at all walks of life um you know and so but continue to listen on so you might you might learn something yeah so and a lot of the stuff we've learned from other people as well so we're passing it along to y'all so um what is what is marriage really and how can remaining pure within the marriage or before marriage but while remaining pure within marriage have all the same like correlation yeah like how does it look like and stuff yeah well according to the dictionary that we looked online the definition of marriage is the state of being united to a person of the opposite sex as husband or wife in a consensual and contractual relationship recognized by the law. Um, in other words, you know, through the Bible, it's a covenant that you enter into with the person that you're going to, you know, commit to the rest of your life under God and with the witnesses um, there before you, a.k.a. the ceremony. So that is the whole definition of what, you know, not just the wedding, but it's like, going into marriage and what that looks like yeah and honestly i've never really looked at the definition of marriage before so i don't know if you're hearing this for the first time i actually read that for the first time probably um i thought it was pretty interesting the way it words the way it words and like how it really wraps everything up into one blanket so um you know and uh i think that it's that it's pretty cool. So you should go read it yourself if you if you have some time. So it'll definitely open up your eyes some into what the true definition of, of marriage is. And so when it comes to purity, you know, basically how is it being maintained and how is it continuing within your marriage? And, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what, what we're going to be talking about um, today, you know, and like, is it worth it? And like, you know, like how can I keep myself from falling back into old patterns or old behavior? And, you know, like how can I keep myself looking to my wife or my husband? You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, so we're going to try to answer all these questions like what's motivating your purity? Um, you know, are you being honest? You know, uh, once your sin is exposed, are you changing? Are you expected to change or, or are you doing anything about that? Uh, and are you both growing in your relationship with God? Yeah, that's a really good like way of kind of just starting out on you know this episode with trying to. It's really hard to 
I don't want to just define what purity is because in all reality, you might already know what purity is. But it doesn't have to be just, um, you know, sexually pure. Uh, it can just be in other ways, like emotionally pure, um, you know, mentally um, pure. And, you know, every area of your life, you know, as long as your spouse is the one that you are intimate with in every other way, not just physically. Um, so it's just some examples that I, we like kind of looked into and that we talked about, you know, before we started recording um one <laughs> crazy thing is that the the pleasure that you get from marriage um it can it should only come from your spouse and not from yourself and not from anyone else and I'm pretty sure you can use your imagination on that <laughs> and the other thing is to you know remember is what is really motivating your purity like are you just being pure within marriage just because you're like, oh, I'm married. I can't, I, I can't have sex with anybody anymore. Oh, I'm chained down to a house and, you know, I have to come home to this woman or this man every night. And, you know, like, why, what's your motivation uh, behind, like, being pure, like, for your spouse, for your marriage and all of that? Yeah. So that's one thing to, to remember. And also, too, you know, it, it, a lot of it comes from the heart and from your attitude and from, you know, just really like, like, where's your heart? Like, is your heart with the Lord and with your wife or is your heart with the Lord and off somewhere else? You know what I mean? So, or is your wife or is your heart with your wife and then off with some other deity or something that, that, that you idolize? Right. So, you know, it's like, where's your heart? Where's your attitude? And that's where basically the, the purity becomes not a little easier, but it just kind of flows from that, you know? And so, um, and and a lot of times, you know, like, like we're all sinners, like, like, you know, I'm pretty sure at one point you have been unpure with somebody or something or yourself. And so it's just like, hey, like, like we're talking not out of perfection, but out of um, experience in this topic. And mm-hmm. so, you know, um, so don't think we're like going to slam you for for staying for being impure like one time in your life or something you know what I yeah. mean? so we've all done it and but this is just a reminder that hey you not only have to stay pure try to stay pure before marriage but while you're in marriage it's just as important yeah so you can't like kind of how Leanna was saying you can't just shut the door with purity just because you're married like oh like it doesn't matter anymore like I can look at whoever or I can text whoever now because I'm married wow you know stuff like that like oh like you know, what are they going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. A, and so that's the attitude and a heart problem. And you probably need to go to God and maybe go see a counselor. But so let's talk a little bit about. <laughs> so let's talk about um, one cool tip that we read about. Real interesting. And this is a little sensitive, but it's kind of funny, but not really. So basically, whenever your <laughs> sex drive is activated, like you're you're getting crazy, mentally transfer it to your wife in your mind or your spouse and your, you know, mentally transfer it in your mind, in your body, like just basically just go to your spouse and tell them how good they look or whatever. And then just kind of like go from there, you know? And so if, if you're really open, like very open, you could say, Hey, like I'm, 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 I'm very activated right now. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Y'all can, you can get creative. Yeah. Within and, your marriage, and, you know. And the course. thing is about marriage, um, just, you know, 
you know, this is a little hot tip here. Um, the thing about marriage is it doesn't have to be boring. You can get creative. You can get playful. You can, as long as, like, y'all are agreed on certain positions or acts or whatever, you can get crazy. You can, um, have fun with it. And, you know, marriage doesn't have to be a boring thing that, oh, you're stuck to one person for the rest of your life. Um, it's actually really nice to have that person next to you and they are committed to you and you can give your whole trust to them and give your whole self to them. And so that's a, the beautiful yeah. part about marriage and the beautiful part about that. And that is the reason why uh, you should be motivated um, to maintain purity within your marriage too. Yeah. You know, because you love them and you want to, you know, love them together with the Lord um, but anyway, I'm doing on a tangent, but yeah, no, but it's good though, you know, and also to, you should want to feel safe with your spouse to be exposed and to be fun and to let them know like what you're thinking and stuff. So, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you're having safety, a little bit of a safety problem with your spouse, like maybe try to talk to him or her about it. You know what I mean? Cause that really like makes things a lot better whenever you feel safe and like, you're not going to be judged for something. Right. But, um, the other thing, um, I wanted to kind of just list off, uh, you know, what is, I'm, I'm sure you're wondering, okay, y'all are being kind of vague and, like, not being, you know, sp- specific, I can't say that word, um, but, you know, what does purity within marriage, like, what does that even look like, like, what do I have to do, what do we do about it, so I'm just gonna list it off real quick, um, I'm gonna say some words that, um, may be a little triggering for some of y'all, but I just wanna say it, you know, uh, a few things is setting boundaries from the opposite set, you know, no testing them, no DMing them without your spouse knowing, unless it's the family member. Um, no, you know, so it's just so that you don't, you know, uh, you don't bring in any emotional intimacy. Maybe that's the topic that we can bring up for another episode. That's Ooh, a really, really... Emotional intimacy. Yeah. And so another, you know, one of the verses that I, I always remember, you know, when I think about purity is Matthew five twenty. Uh, Jesus said, if a man looked at a woman with lust, you know, in his heart, he had already committed adultery in his own heart. Um, so, it, you know, when Jesus does that, you know, it all starts in your mind and you get emotional and then you start you know, playing with fantasies in your mind, um, and that's not pure, that really isn't, you have to really, um, I guess just be open with your spouse, like, this is something that you struggle with, you know, you've struggled with being impure, you know, in the past, and it's hard to, like, break that habit, because it's not, it's not an addiction, it's just a habit that you kind of do it all the time, um, and it's hard to break that, so another thing is, um, no porn or masturbation, uh, that's a really good one <laughs> that will uh, break a marriage, like inside out, rot it. Um, and that's not something that we condone. We don't uh, we don't think that that is a way to improve your marriage, but it's just going to degrade it even more. Um, and that can possibly lead to divorce. I, I had to bring that up because um, I can't imagine right now i know that so so many married couples struggle with this because people one spouse or both spouse have had an addiction and they can't break it and they can't be open with their spouse and they're not you know satisfied in you know in their bedroom because of this and that that should not happen um so that's one huge you know thing and also too if you're if you are 
I, if we just called out your sin or something and like you're like oh my gosh like how do i stop or like oh my gosh like i guess i'm not alone like know that like you know like first of all you need to talk about it with your spouse and then like go to the lord in prayer and pray every day and anytime you get you know you start feeling some feelings just go straight to your spouse instead of straight to your phone or your computer or a magazine so or a person have magazines anymore or a person yeah and so you know but that's that, but that's real important but if you pray if you pray together i promise you that that the lord will step in and and help you out a lot yeah. you know and like know that like you don't have to do this alone and so um yeah so what else um i think one of the good point that that we kind of thought about is modesty yeah. So I guess yeah. it's more of like a woman thing, but I'm going to say it because I can call out all the ladies and also the men too, maybe. I don't know. But so be modest in public, right? And be sexy with your partner, with your spouse in private. And so not the other way around. So if you're flipped around, like if you're, you know, not modest, I guess, in public and you're just like, completely modest in the bedroom like something's not right you know it it should be the other way around it shouldn't be the other way around i think the thing is you know david is mostly right because there's a lot of women out there and you know i you know i blame social media (laughs) and i blame like you know a lot of um i just magazine and you know music videos and you know the influences that we have in this world you know towards women that we have to look and act a certain way and we have to wear these, like, you know, tiny little itty-bitty clothing in order to, you know, embrace our, you know, what what's it called? Embrace our female body? I don't know. Um, but the other side of it is there are, men are just as bad, too. There are so many men that will just walk around with their shirt off and, like, tiny little shorts on, showing off their muscles. And I literally have to turn my eyes around because i'm like i don't want to see that yeah i just don't and and it's not that i like it i i don't i i don't know if i'm like a a a different type of woman that i i can literally just shield my eyes away from a man looking like that especially at the beach we're right next to the beach (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, we get a lot of crazy beach bums hanging around but it's still true like he's right like you know we Men and women have the responsibility, especially as Christian, to, you know, in whatever form or fashion or way that you choose to be modest, like, you don't have to be wearing turtlenecks and, like, a long, nasty skirt and, you know, cover your collarbone and, like, you don't have to do that. But whatever works works for you, you know, with uh, with your spouse, you know, you can talk it out, oh... You know, they can, the one spouse can be like, oh, I don't like it if you wear this. Uh, it makes me feel like people are looking at you. Or you just have to agree on things. You have to be flexible. And you need to respect them, you know. Um, and David's right. If you're not modest, you know, in the bedroom. Wait. If you're modest in the bedroom but not outside the bedroom, then something is wrong here. Yeah, because, it needs to be flipped. Yeah, it should be entirely flipped. Yeah. So that's one uh, other way that you can maintain purity. Yeah, and so you want to talk about the third one? Or do you mean to talk about it? What's the third one? About purity stems from the desire to please your spouse instead of pleasing yourself. More than pleasing yourself. 
So this this is um, an interesting point because it it I feel like that that like purity can be well defined by this because it's it's a humble thing and it's giving your spouse first like putting your spouse first before yourself and like all of these things all stem I think from that which is real interesting. So you know like if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking oh man like I've been really selfish lately or you know I've been not thinking of my spouse or I've been thinking about me more than my spouse, then, you know, maybe it's time to change things up and start thinking about them first. And then the purity will follow that, you know? And so, um, and it is a hard thing. And like we've been saying a lot um, this season, I, I feel like a lot of it comes from the heart. So like if your heart is in a good spot, like this will be fairly easy. But yeah. if your heart is in a hard spot, then this will be very difficult because you're going to want to please yourself first all the time over anybody else and so a lot of that right there you're already giving in to a lot of sin and like desires and you know everything will be basically like snowballed from there yeah when that when that happens when you see yourself over your spouse yeah i think the one thing you know when he brought up you know we we should have the desire to please our spouse and not just ourselves um it it, it it literally ties it in, you know, full circle of the whole episode. It basically is this, you know, to be pure within marriage is to realize that it's not about you and it's not oh. about just making yourself happy. Oh, snaps. <laughs> we don't have a little trigger to put snap, so we have to snap. We have to snap it ourselves. But, yeah, it, it, it the thing is, I... I I think we, like, read this in a book. I think I wrote it down here. We read this in a book um, called Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. While we were engaged, we both read the book um, together. And, you know, the book was all about what if marriage is not about, you know, to bring you happiness, but it's to make you more holy, you know, as a Christian, you know. And so that's really hard to, like, <laughs> to come to terms with because, because we're human, we're selfish, and sometimes we don't want to do what they want, or we don't want to, you know, choose to, you know, like, I guess satisfy them, but we want to satisfy ourselves and do what we want. And it just, it doesn't have to be in terms of, you know, sex, but it can be in other ways, too, you know, to be selfish and not letting them do what they want because you want to do what you want. Yeah. And um, also, too, you know, one other thing when it comes from that is like, you know, whenever a conflict arises or like something happens with your marriage that stresses on it, that puts a lot of stress on it, you know, a lot of times marriage will bring out the worst and the best um, within yourself. And so, you know, if you're not pure in the heart with each other, if you're, you know, if your eyes are wandering for other, other people or your ears are wandering for other things or your body is wandering in other places, like... You know, that is all going to be compounded if you don't get it right now. You know what I mean? And get it straightened out with the Lord, with yourself and with your spouse, you know. And so um, because marriage is hard and marriage takes a lot of hard work and a lot of faithfulness. And so, you know, um, that's something that like we're trying to like let you all know first and then we can move on into this because, you know, like like. If you're sitting here and you've got all kind of issues within your marriage, you've got all kind of problems, and there's like, there's unpure acts, there's unpure things going on, you don't know where to start. Like, start with prayer and start understanding what is bringing this unpurity within yourself, or your marriage, or whatever. 
And so try to understand it and then ask God for understanding so that you can be a better person so that you can uh, move forward with this instead of letting it keeping you hindered and trapped behind behind it like you need to get above it and get in front of it um so that you can overcome it wow that was really good i think the other thing about selfishness is it's okay that we have selfishness right but it's it's how we respond respond to our selfishness like are we gonna you know like david said go go to god in prayer or are we going to keep going deeper in our selfishness because that can lead to more impurity if we're not being careful and like david said it's all starts in the heart in the heart and um it it is true that marriage can bring out the worst in yourself and the good and you know whatever you allow the good or the bad is how you respond to that and uh, you know your spouse to how they respond to it too um, but it, it, it's really hard to be transparent and to be honest, brutally honest, you know, when you're struggling with something or you have to, I guess, highlight something that you didn't want to talk about because you know that that's something that could be hindering your marriage. Um, but as long as you, you know, you, you have to realize that um, y'all, when y'all got married, y'all chose each other and you have to keep choosing each other every single day no matter how hard it is and I know that some people listening out there um have divorced parents or they are divorced themselves or they know a lot of people that have been divorced you know um we understand that you know there are other reasons that people or you had to get a divorce you know it could be um deeper than that that we don't know about and we're not trying to call people out that have uh, been divorced or remarried multiple times or anything like that. We just wanted to bring up, you know, moving forward, you know, into marriage. Like we, you know, maintaining purity is really important. And that's how you can maintain a happy marriage and not just happy, but a holy marriage, you know, especially if you are both Christian and it is harder if one spouse is not a Christian um, and you have to keep praying for them and for their salvation. So. Dang. That's good. Um, so a lot of this is, so what is this kind of what Leanne is talking about is like praying for them, like remaining faithful in them. Like how does, how does faithfulness and hard work um apply within the context of marriage you know and i guess for those people that have been married um for a long time those those are hearing this are, are probably giggling to themselves because like yep that's that's about right you know and, <laughs> and um we 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 were recently at a wedding uh and there was you know how they do like the whole dance thing and all the married couples that go out there and they all dance and they try to see who's lasted the longest or who's I not lasted. Not lasted, but, but how long they've been married. Bad, how long <laughs> they've been married. And so it was real interesting, but um, there was this older couple that got up at the last wedding that we went to. I don't know, they, they were married 56 years or mm-hmm. something like that. I think 56 and they gave him the mic and they said, Hey, like what's one thing that like you, you can give to this duly married couple, uh, just some advice. And, um, it was really interesting. It was, it was very powerful, but, um, the older gentleman got on the mic and I was like, Whoa, like I thought we were about to have church up in there. So it was very simple. We were going to start praising Jesus. But basically what he said was, is that, you know, keep God at the center at all times. Um, 
pray together, pray over each other. And pray with each other. And pray with each other. And that was it. And he dropped the mic and left. <laughs> well, he didn't drop <laughs> the like mic. Kind of like hobbled off. But anyways, but they were cute. But um, but I was like, whoa, that was crazy. Like, that was the simplest thing. And so that's that's basically what what he said. And yeah. And they looked like they they just got married. Like, they were madly in love. They were dancing. And, you know, even though they were a lot older, like in their 70s, I think, um, they were just very happy to be with each other. And they just enjoyed themselves. So yeah, you can so. definitely see their love yeah you know and so like whenever you witness a wedding or whenever you're you're getting married yourself you know at the altar you are gonna repeat vows basically um to each other and those vows are basically to remain faithful for as long as we live and you know faithfulness is a big part of marriage um and so you know loyalty is all a part of faithfulness and basically is like the foundation of trust in a marriage because if you trust them you know what I mean, then a lot of other things will follow. And so, you know, when the loyalty and faithfulness disappear, so does the trust. And so, you know, remaining faithful in your marriage is all a part of staying pure as well, too. And so it all kind of gets wrapped up together. Um, And so, so like, what do you think about faithfulness, Leanna, and like marriage and stuff? How does it apply to it? Okay, so I think the whole faithfulness thing, um, it kind of goes back to maintaining purity in your marriage. Like, how how do you stay faithful to your spouse? You have to set boundaries, like I said in the beginning, with the opposite set. Um, you have to be transparent with your spouse if, you know, if an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, you know, starts calling you or texting you, hey, like, how, 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 how have you been? You know, I saw you got married and like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like people, people will do that. People sliding into your DMs. Yeah. It, it, it's really bad because like, it can be so innocent. Like, um, if, if you post on your Instagram story or something and someone replies to it, someone of the opposite sex or someone that you knew in your past or you dated or something like that, and they're like, oh, to your picture, how are you doing? I'm just, I'm just sharing an example. This is not actually true for us, but I'm just, you know, this kind of happened, you know, while we were engaged and, you know, David was very transparent. He's like, hey, this girl like messaged me. I just want to let you know. And I was like, well, thank you for letting me know. Now you need to unfollow her. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, we don't want anything. We don't want to invite anything, even if it's a small thing. And I know that people listening may be like, uh, y'all are being like way too strict. But we're better off cutting things off that is not necessary. And maybe it could be a very small thing that doesn't lead to anything. Rather than not filtering anything and not being transparent or honest. And then there was a whole affair that you didn't know about. I'm just being for real. I know. I, I am being so fiery right now. Leanna's fiery. Very unfiltered right now. but That's okay. We all need to hear it. But sometimes it, the reason I'm just so passionate about this is it really breaks my heart when I see, you know, young couples that were married for just a few years or anything like that. And then something happened and it's like, well, what? what happened at the beginning of the innocent little you know interaction with one person that led to that and the fact that they couldn't be honest and um it's just it's just heartbreaking and you know that people if people get married they can be married it can work but it takes hard work and that's the hard part about all this you know um it's really hard 
to, I guess, just start from scratch if you really have to work on it right now. If you're listening to this, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to invest in my style of all the things I've been doing, you know, behind their back. Like, this is the time to step it up and to share it with them. And, you know, if your spouse is who you think your spouse is, um, they will forgive you and they will talk to you, even though it may be hard. You may have to go to counseling. Yeah. You may have to change some, some stuff in your life, you know, put limits on your phone or be transparent about your password and what you have. Um, this is, this is where, this is the beginning and this is where you can get better from there. Yeah. And marriage, you know, the whole point of marriage is, was designed to point, basically to point you and your spouse back to God. And mm-hmm. so it's designed to draw us closer to God. And so if you're, if one of you are falling away or falling apart from the other one, then the likelihood of you and your spouse being closer to God is probably not as best as if you were both together on the same page. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, but, um, you know, if, if you're struggling, talk to your spouse um, and pray and pray and, and, and ask God. And also go into the Bible, you know, too. like start reading the Bible together and like get some get some good fruit in your life and get some get some good words. You know, like I love reading and Leanna loves reading. And so but like there's why you say like that about I mean, me. You can read like, I don't know, 100 books and then read one verse in the Bible and then you will get more insight than on the one verse than 100 books. And, 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 and that's just how it is, you know, like and it's beautiful and like. Like, nobody in the world can write what, like, basically write what the Bible has to say. And, like, those people that wrote the Bible, you know, are, like, truly amazing. And they definitely inspire me. Um, But, you know, the Bible's holy. And when you read from it, you start to be able to understand, like, your behaviors and your sins. Because we all have sins and we all mess up. And so... It really, really helps, and it helps you not only to understand what you're going through, but it helps you how to overcome it and how to, to be more like Christ, and how to be more like Christ, and how to have a really awesome relationship with Him, and so, and that's what that's what's worth it, you know, and so, yeah. you know, um, and that's kind of how it is with with that. So you know, like you can read all the books you want to about marriage and all this other stuff, which we have, we've read a lot, um, but there's nothing like the the good old word of God. Um, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Bible. The good old Bible. Yeah. <laughs> he always says that. I know. But yeah, he's right. And the thing is, I wanted to bring up, you know, as David said, you know, try reading the Bible with your spouse. You know, if your spouse is not into it or they're not a Christian, like, why don't you start? Why don't you start reading the Bible more? If your Bible has been collecting dust, you know, over a couple of months or years, it's the time to clear it off and, God is God has never has never turned away from someone or turned someone away just because they haven't read the Bible in like a couple of months or a couple of years or a couple of ten years or whatever. He has never turned anyone away because he loves you and so it's never too late. You can start today. Um you can just there's lots of resources online like how to improve my marriage or whatever like that. Um Bible study or something, and you can start from there. And, um, you know, if you're not in church, you know, start going to church. And if your spouse doesn't want to go with you, you know, just pray over, you know, his or her heart, um, you know, to be more tender towards going to church with you. And, you know, your life will be changed from that. Uh, just wanted to say that. But since David brought up the Bible, I want to read a couple of verses. 
Um, so from the book of Mark, chapter 10, 6 through 9, in the ESV version. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but they are one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Wow. So I guess to kind of close things off a little bit um, as we uh, get into the time here, um, thank you all so much for listening. We really had fun talking about all this stuff. Maybe we hit some sensitive stuff, but you know, it's all for it's all for the good. Um, you know, we're not trying to run you off or scare you, but we're trying to challenge you because that's what we get challenged and we want to pass along that to you guys, um, as well too. So, you know, um, a good marriage is hard work, um, you know, but it's, it's totally worth it, you know, and, um, when it comes to purity and faithfulness and hard work, like work on it, um, with your spouse, or if you're single, work on it with yourself and the Lord (laughs) and go for it. You know, like don't, don't, um, let yourself be hindered by it and, know that like you can overcome it and that you can do better than before and that um every day is a new day to start on the purity journey yeah well that would really did i guess we'll just end it right here yeah thank you guys bye bye Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can say thank you is to share your support. If you could take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag it at The Simple Mission, and share it online, it could make a huge difference for us, while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family. If you haven't done so, please just give us a star rating and a review on iTunes. This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.